What's up and welcome to Difficulty Class, a podcast about all things Dungeons and Dragons. I'm one of your hosts, Trevor Bettis, and with me this week is... Allie Deichman. That's right, and also with us this week is Ryan Blake Hall, a.k.a. Storyteller Mars. Hello. Greetings, James. How's it going? <laughs> Greetings. It's, uh, it's going well. Awesome. Uh, we are going to be talking to him about him, as well as uh, Idol Champions, because, you know, yeah, we thought it might be a good good one to maybe topic. throw in there as a topic. Yeah. Maybe, I think so. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Um, uh, but before all of that, Ryan, you had a pretty awesome game yesterday from what I, I understand. Did. Yes. Uh, shall, shall I talk about that? Oh yeah. Definitely, yeah. The, the, we're, this, this is our, how, how your okay. game's doing this week. And, uh, so real quick spoiler, there's probably gonna be some spoilers here for Tomb of Annihilation. Major spoilers. But major spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so Ryan, how did it go? Yeah. So I've been running, uh, the Tomb of Annihilation fifth edition D&D campaign, for this awesome group of kids for like a year and a half some cool teens that i know that i've been basically <laughs> like passing the torch to as far as like the whole D hobby goes uh gave them some miniatures dice etc like i taught awesome. them how to play like two years ago and then they came up to me later and said will you be rdm okay uh and we played through the entirety of tomb of annihilation they asked for it <laughs> oh wow uh, yeah that's what they wanted to do i tried to talk them out of it uh but no they they were steadfast in what they wanted and so that's what i delivered we did the final session yesterday they got past the skeleton key gate right at the end of the previous oh. session so um the entire like six hour session was just the Ooh. final battle the final encounter against uh the atropal the soulmonger, mm. and ultimately, of course, a Sarak himself who shows up to deal with you after you have dealt away with his uh, trophies. Uh, that his last toys. fight is insane. Where it's, 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 it's like a crazy. one, two, three punch. Oh, yeah. It's like, all right, you did oh, this. Gosh. Now do this. And now this is here. <laughs> yeah, here. Have a challenge rating 13 undead titan. Okay, cool. Also, mm-hmm. there's hazards in the room. There's a lava pit. Mm-hmm. There's the soul monger's tentacles always whipping at you anytime you do anything that's <laughs> yeah. aggressive against the atropal or the soul monger. And then, of when that's done, no time to rest whatsoever. A Sarek <laughs> immediately shows up in the room, challenge rating 23, super villain of the Dungeons and Dragons multiverse, here to just destroy you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just but- no mercy. So so to, so I got to ask the important question. Did anybody die? Yes. Uh, oh, no. The, <laughs> let's see. Darius, the uh, tiefling warlock, uh, he was dunked into acid via... No, sorry, the lava. The lava via the soulmonger tentacle. Just grabbed oh, him, no. dunked him. Oh, no! <laughs> yeah, so he melted to death pretty quickly. <laughs> uh, oh, my And that God. really set the tone for, for the battle, yeah. I feel like. Uh, but it's okay. The the players had like backup characters. They were ready to just like throw in character sheets until the <laughs> battle was done. <laughs> they were ready to go. That's awesome. So the 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 how how did you how did you meet these kids? Like, is it uh, <laughs> were, were they just like a group that had there was a flyer and it just said tear off your teachers play D and D? Well, actually, um, I I have a, a friend who lives about an hour away from me, a very close friend from college. And uh, 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 he and his wife just take their dog out for walks. The dog has since passed, but at the time, mm-hmm. uh, they took their dog out for walks every day, and they would often just 
meet their neighbors while they were out, also walking their dogs. And mm-hmm. that included one day, uh, they got into a conversation with their neighbor who asked, like, so what do you guys do on the weekends? Oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. And they just mentioned, we play Dungeons and Dragons. And she's like, oh, my child's interested in that game. And so what what ultimately happened was that my wonderful friends um, offered to her to get me to DM for the kids. (laughs) I was not part of the conversation. (laughs) I heard about this after everything was agreed. (laughs) So they put me up to this. This was a secondhand agreement. Yeah, and now I'm glad that they did because they're they're honestly this really great group of kids who, like, they they exhibit more empathy, compassion, patience, and understanding than anyone uh, their age when I was their age. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, it gives me like, hope I, I for the next generation, you know. <laughs> I don't know if, if you if you've listened to before, but Allie and I, uh, not right now, obviously with mm. the quarantine and everything, but uh, uh, we work at a bookstore and we host D and D games twice a month, and yeah. most of the people that come there are kids. Yeah, and there there are like I'm not gonna say all of them <laughs> are the <laughs> empathetic type. Mm. We do have a few John Cena's with that are carrying magical folding chairs to smack people with. Oh my gosh! But uh, <laughs> but it, it's it's always good. Like I I really do like seeing like helping kids get into this hobby yeah. and teaching them the ropes and everything. There's really something I like the, I like what you said the passing of the torch. People. Yeah. Uh, well, besides that, have you had any other uh, the games recently? No, no, my my only group has been this group. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I oh gosh, the the hunger is always there. I've been playing regularly since I was ten years old. So many, oh, many, oh, many, wow. many, 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 many stories. <laughs> <laughs> um, Allie, I, you and I did our Pathfinder game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. But besides that, do you have any other any other games going on? Yeah, um, they for the Neverwinter campaign, we we played again and having a blast uh they finally decided okay well let's go find this elven city that's been like misplaced in another plane so Mm -hmm. they're like let's go find it and see if we can bring it back or something or at least figure out what to do from there and so like an episode of lost yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and they straight up scry on someone who's like oh hey I'm in this like city, which is how they knew about it. One of their friends is in the city. And so they were like, well, I've seen the place once. I can teleport there. And I'm like, you can try. <laughs> you can try. <laughs> and so they teleport. Of course, they're off target. And so mm. they're nowhere near their friend. Um, but they're in the middle of the city, which currently is being like run. Like it was, it was captured and ran by this, uh, by the daughter of the big bad of, of Lucian's daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was turned into a lich like eight sessions ago. And she recently oh, made a pact good. with a fey ancient green dragon. So the, as you do, the green dragon was uh, roaming around the city, essentially just picking off anyone that was not undead um, as per his agreement. And they're like trying to get around and not be seen by this guy. But of course they were seen. And so my group actually fought, uh, ancient green dragon one-on-one and they came out 100 percent on top 
and I was so happy for her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mars. Th- this is this is her group to a fucking T right here. <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> like, That's a they great were story. Fighting on top of buildings, going through. There was like rubble everywhere, and like. Oh my gosh! It was it was awesome. That sounds like one hell of a session. <laughs> yeah, and they, they wow. finished. They're like, "Holy crap, we did that!" <laughs> they were afraid of a few zombies earlier in the city as they were walking through, but the green dragon—they just fucked them up. They were fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's adventures for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, the only game I played this week was our Pathfinder game, and uh, we're still doing Curse of the Crimson Throne. Mm-hmm. Um. Slight spoilers, that game is hitting a little too close to home right now. Oh <laughs> I know, it was, it's nuts. Like, like things, things are happening, and I'm like, do, do, we, need, do we need to stand six feet apart? <laughs> um, I don't feel comfortable with your character this close to me on the battle mat. <laughs> this actually came up in our session yesterday when we oh, realized, really? like, with... The whole death curse affecting the world and everything. Oh, man, I didn't even think about that. It got kind of heavy for a few minutes as we talked about that. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, But yeah, we had a a session that was mainly role-playing until the end, where we were underwater fighting sharks and hags and stuff, and it it was pretty good. It was fun. Nice. Playing online is still, you know, it's it's something getting used to because we're popping back and forth between Discord and Roll Twenty. <laughs> I'm yes. like Roll Twenty, get the get your video out of here. Oh gosh, <laughs> I should clarify sucks. my my game is completely online in case anyone out there was was oh, yeah. <laughs> the entire thing, every single session for the entire year and a half was online. So no worries, dolls distancing I, I, and everything. I kind of just uh, right now. I kind of happily assume that when people are talking about D and D, it's online right now. Yeah, uh, mainly me because I don't want to know if it's not, so I don't start yelling at them. Because <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I will yell at you a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, it, it was it was a really fun session. Wiz is still rocking it on uh, converting Curse of the Crimson Throne oh, yeah. into Second Edition. Nice, um, and we're having a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Well, let's move over into some broadsheets. Mm. Uh, we got uh, some some pretty cool uh, news here. Uh, Gary Khan is moving to virtual, which is by way of the coronavirus and all that terribly horrible stuff. And uh, but the cool thing is, is that you can now have full access to this. They are going to be streaming it on three separate Twitch channels, um, and the schedule is up on uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Um, uh, Twitter page, and we'll retweet that so everybody sees it. It's got the times, which are in central time zone, uh, but the Twitch accounts are twitch.tv slash GaryCon, and then slash Wizards of the uh, Wizards of the Couch, <laughs> then slash GaryCon2. I'm kind of sad that GaryCon2 doesn't have colon the reckoning or something with it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, th- <laughs> Electric Boogaloo, exactly. Uh, but yeah, they're going to have a bunch of stuff. So like their panels are going to be streamed. Their uh, their games are going to be streamed. Uh, and this is happening on Saturday. So the day after you listen to this, when, uh, when this episode goes live, uh, you can go sit back and enjoy some GaryCon, which I'm probably going to do because I've never gotten to go and I've really wanted to. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I think uh, I think that's going to be a, a fun one for everybody to experience. Mm-hmm. Um, not the you know ideal circumstances of how everyone gets to experience <laughs> it, but you know. Silver linings. Yeah. Um, 
Melf is coming to Idol Champion. Speaking Woo! of Gary Gygax, the uh, Melf. <laughs> uh, if if that name is ringing a bell to you, that's because you've probably heard it before. Uh, Melf uh, has several spells named after him. Um, was it Melf's acid arrow? Is that it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Melf's yep. minute mirrors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Melf is uh, Luke Gygax's character, who is Gary Gygax's son. And he played in the original Greyhawk campaign, and Melf was his character. And so Gary just, you know, named stuff after his son's character, because why wouldn't you? I think that's freaking amazing. It's, yeah. it's beautiful. That- it's always been one of those stories that's just warmed my heart. Like, I, you hear so many things about Gary Guy guys, so you're just like, oh my god, that's just so nice. <laughs> um, Great guy. And then now that legendary character is coming to Idol Champions, and I am through the roof excited for that. Mm-hmm. This feels um, like one of the biggest additions, like for it uh, does like lore characters since Drist. It's huge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is funny because right now I'm actually on the mission again to get Drist. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, no, like this is this is one of those characters that's like, yeah, we've got you know all of these you know recently made characters like you know we got Jim Dark Magic, we mm-hmm. got C Team, we've got Waffle Crew and stuff, but this is. Freaking Melf, man! Yeah, this this is digging deep into the lore, and I am all for it. And I and I love it, and I love that Luke's excited for it. Um, I I I'm just I'm just happy. I just like it. <laughs> I'm extremely. I have for this. I haven't even looked into any of the stats or anything. They said I'm like I don't care. Just give me Melf. Just, I'm gonna put them in there. You're gonna do, throw some spells. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Having looked at all the all the uh, all all the stuff that we know. Uh, those of us who do data mining ahead of time, I, I won't I won't spoil, we're, but I will say well, I think I, you're okay. gonna like him. Well, well, here, how about this? We'll, we'll put a little spoiler thing if you, if the spoilers for Idle Champions is is against what your oh, religion no, or whatever. No, no. Uh, you sure you no, don't want to go I'm into sure, it? I'm sure. I'm sure. Just trust me. You're gonna okay, like. Him. Okay. We, we we've never had leaks on this show before, so <laughs> <laughs> I think don't make me violate my to- NDA, man. <laughs> oh, oh! I didn't realize it was an NDA. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, no, it. Um, but no, like I think the closest we came to that was when Amazon posted like Wild Mount early. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so moving into our next piece of news, this isn't quite D and D, but Pathfinder is D and D adjacent. Yeah. Uh, Paizo right now is holding a PDF sale. All PDFs are twenty five percent off, and oh. so if you listen to our uh, episode with Wiz. And you liked what we were talking about with Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Now is a great time to not only check out those rules, but possibly play with your group online mm-hmm. via this PDF. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm going to buy some because I, I, I don't want to go outside. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> for someone who prefers like simpler RPGs, Pathfinder 2 mm. is actually reasonable for me to get into. Really? So if you're on the fence about that and you want to try a different RPG, like Pathfinder 2 is a pretty good one to get into. The the like uh, Saturday before we played, we we leveled up to level five, and I think I put aside like two hours to level up, and then my wife and I were done in like twenty five minutes. If that, yeah, it was like that. And I was and you know first edition, it was like okay, I got to take a week Mm -hmm. to look at all the feats and everything. (laughs) So yeah, it's definitely a lot more streamlined. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. So go check that out. Paizo's got it up. It's on their front page. Uh, we'll also, you know, tweet out a thing about it as we do. I'm gonna write uh, about that so that I can check it out. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, dungeon keeping. Uh, we ha- we posted a bonus episode this week talking about the recent uh, Unearthed Arcana that came out. Um, so if you missed that or you didn't check it, check your you know whatever app timeline. I don't know how technology works. Uh, <laughs> if you didn't see it, go check that out and uh, see what we had to say about all the tattoo magicking and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I'm excited it's about so that. Cool. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Sorry. It's <laughs> cool. It really is. Um, all right. Before we get into uh, our main topics, we're going to give out. Uh, it's time for our champion loot. We're going to give out a code for uh, a golden chest in Idle Champions. Um, and let's see. It is R O U T V I A L H I T S. Go grab a uh, chest on us, and uh, you know, po- take a screenshot. Sh- show us what you got. Send it to us. Mm-hmm. We love we love seeing what people get from our codes because you know, like I I actually uh, on Reddit uh, the other day because our, our 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 name sometimes pops up on the Reddit. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god, our podcast name's on Reddit. <laughs> um, and so someone in the comments was like, got a purple. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, got you that purple. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we we always love seeing that stuff. So go mm-hmm. ahead, uh, take a screenshot shots sent to us um well i think i have talked enough <laughs> ryan how you doing <laughs> hi uh i'm you know i'm doing okay today's a good day <laughs> oh, that's good it's, good. Yeah, it's always you know, a good day things, it's, a, it's a difficulty plus day difficult world uh but <laughs> yeah. like my my inner world right now is is doing pretty good actually all things considered a lot nice. of good, good stuff happening in my life um, so I, fun fact, I, I did a, a Google search on you. <laughs> really? Oh my, I, I, I don't I, think I'm I, that I like important. Look, <laughs> I like to look into our, our guests. Um, and so, I, I'm, you know, your name is Storyteller Mars yes. on, on most social media things and all that. Um, but there, there, there's a backstory to the storyteller part, isn't there? Uh, y- on yes. Twitch? Yes. Via, via So Twitch. I've. I found an article talking about uh, oh, you the found? wider ah! side of Twitch. Yeah! Oh my god! Oh wow! And, That's like a almost a year ago now. I never thought anyone yep. would bring that up again. <laughs> um, so you, so you would read n- books? Yes. On Twitch. Public oh, wow. now. Uh, you now I I saw that you were reading like like you read like Moby Dick and stuff like that like you're reading Moby like Dick, the classics. I did twenty thousand leagues under the seas. Twenty. That's what it was. I got I got my sea animals mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what? So did you just read classic books on there, or yeah, did so you just I do did, a wide um, array? I did classic literature. I did uh, poetry, and I did um, uh, short stories just by by various authors, uh, as well as uh, if I whenever I got permission from contemporary authors, like Neil Gaiman let me read one of his works on Halloween. Oh, uh, a couple of wow. Years ago. So oh, that which one so did cool. you read? Uh, it's just one of my, my favorite, like, spooky stories, uh, Click Clack the Rattlebag. It's really nice. Oh, I remember oh, that fun. one. Oh, yeah? Cool. Yeah, yeah I just, dude, I, really I love Neil that. Gaiman. It's just, it's creepy, it's good. Yeah. That's yeah. so freaking cool. But there, there's kind of like a wave of, of people reading right now uh, on like different social medias, and that's a beautiful, brilliant thing. Yeah. And uh, boy, I really want to get back into it now with that happening. <laughs> I, I mean, this I is mean, the perfect I, it, time. 
Yeah, did did you think about like maybe even doing like you know how like uh, Chris Perkins and everybody was like reading from the books from the DM like guide, do, yeah. doing a stream on that one? That would yeah, be that'd be pretty cool. That. Yes, mm-hmm. you could have idol champions running in the corner and you're reading. <laughs> <laughs> just turn the page and let me just level up Bruno real quick. And <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I I was reading that article and mm-hmm. like. There was a part in that, like, you had you were contacted by like people that watched, and it was like it was a couple that just put you like on the TV and fell yes. asleep listening to you read. Oh my gosh. And that's so cool. That I that made that. my heart feel so light. Yeah. yeah. It was wonderful. I'll be, I'll be honest, I felt really dumb because it took <laughs> me probably like a whole six hours to go, oh, storyteller Mars. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I what I do literally is tell stories. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, I get that now. It makes I've, sense. Even on rare occasions, like read my own stuff, but oh boy, that's hey, uh, ah, no, I, I so <laughs> so I. I do, I do I do writing as well and yep. like I have a short story and people are like hey you should read it and like put it up somewhere I'm like no <laughs> no 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 hard hard pass hard pass I I can barely read block text to my group uh, <laughs> I'm a writer not a reader um, so is that what you started out doing first Yeah um, so I had the idea of doing live reading on Twitch several years ago. And uh, I hadn't noticed anyone else doing it. I thought I was the first. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just very, very few people do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had the idea. And then depression and anxiety decided hey! I wasn't going to do that at Those all. assholes. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm unfortunate friends with them. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was uh, two years. It took two years for me to finally just do the darn thing, just Mm -hmm. try it and see what happens. And the result was, oh, people really like this. (laughs) I don't have a large audience, but the people that are coming here are just saying the the nicest things and they really appreciate it. And I'm just having fun. It's doing wonders for my mental health. I'm just, I'm doing like uh, voice acting for all the characters and every single thing that we read is like a blind read. I've never read it before, so I have no idea what's going to happen. I haven't looked at a synopsis or anything. Oh, that's so cool. So it's, it's a, it's, it was a ton of fun. I did it like, just like routinely, consistently, like every day for a year, like every every day for a year. Yeah. Uh, And then (laughs) things got a lot busier with Idol Champions. That's that's really awesome, and and that like, I I, I like that you just you just did it, like that that's one of probably like when it comes to like doing stuff like you know mm-hmm. podcasting, Twitch streaming, stuff like that. It's it's almost better to just throw yourself in and just do it. But uh, but yeah, just diving in and getting like it's it's almost like you have to like throw yourself in and experience it first before you can start learning how to do it better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, it's not even like feedback is great from people and, you know, getting that, getting people saying like, Hey, we love what you're doing. That pushes you towards wanting to do it. But I feel like you have to like try it first uh, with this kind of stuff to, before you can really get down what you're doing. It's one of the Mm -hmm. hardest parts was like to just start, just, Mm -hmm. just try. 
this this podcast originally started with me deciding at my office job to record a 15 minute episode in my car mm-hmm. on the way home. <laughs> I, I, I I like I was listening to my friend's podcast and they had a guest on and he was talking about this app called Anchor mm-hmm. and he's like you can just start recording now and I'm like you know what I'm gonna <laughs> from humble beginnings exactly um so when did when did uh like did you do any other video games or did you go from the storytelling to idol champions oh gosh uh i (laughs) i actually think the first video game i streamed in completion was tales of berseria Uh, oh my one of the tales games i'm a diehard tales fan Oh yes. really? Oh my god! Symphonia, Abyss, Vesperia, uh, I still have uh, t- what's what? The, I have the one that was on GameCube still. Best somewhere. Symphonia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yes. a good one. But I, I, I so, did that. I called it Mars on Monday for a while. <laughs> I, I, hey, that's kind of good. On Mondays, I did Tales of Berseria, and uh, then I kind of brought that title back when I started streaming Idol Champions myself. I called it Mars on Monday, but mm-hmm. that was before it was an official show. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah, it's very like official now. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, you started streaming Idol Champions a year ago, and you did that uh, once a week? Yes, on Mondays. It? Once a week on Mondays for 20 episodes, I think it was. Wow. Yeah, and uh, it, it all culminated with me, um, what was it? Unlocking Azaka, yes. I think it ah. was on, um, I, it was a free-to-play account, and I just wanted to show, like, okay, I'm just going to start a completely new account for oh, Mars on Monday. Okay. And it's like from a, a totally fresh account. How long is it going to take me to unlock Azaka? Let's go. And oh, okay. The, the answer was three months or whatever wow. 20 episodes was. Yeah. What is that? Now, h- how long had you played? Yeah. How long had you played Idle Champions before that? Oh gosh, <laughs> I've I started September twenty second, twenty seventeen. Oh was wow! Just oh, hey. like days after the game first like came out in like into early access for people to mm-hmm. like, start doing things was like I wasn't in the, the closed alpha or anything like that. But once it was an open alpha or early access, at that point I jumped in. It was like one week before the very first event in the game. Oh wow! I didn't. Yeah, I I, I got into it kind of late. Ali yeah. is actually the one that got me into it. Oh nice. <laughs> yeah, I straight up noticed it, like, because I was for some reason looking at free games on the Xbox Live Marketplace, and it was like, mm. oh, that's one of the free games, and it's D and D. So I'm like, oh yeah, I'll play this. That's how I started. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. So you went from reading stories to streaming uh, Isle Champions, and now. Through streaming it, you have gotten noticed. You've senpai noticed you. Yes, I, I actually. Um, it's embarrassing, but uh, you know, I make resources for the community. Uh, yes, I do. Different visual aids and such. Right. I made a letter to C and E using my design skills. I, I made this whole like kind of. Uh, I don't know. Uh, this scene of my character mm-hmm. of Mars and all these like uh, other other characters from the game and other like monsters and they are all kind of around this frame that contained um, like a show like a trophy showcase of all the stuff that I've done for the community as well as a letter asking like hey C and E hire me oh I took my shot yeah and yeah I, I sent that into their careers email. 
and I I tweeted about it saying like, oh, I'm so nervous. I'm sending this this letter and uh, oh, I'm so nervous. And Eric Remy Jordan, the CEO of CNE, um, I love we Eric follow Jordan. each other on Twitter already, like ba- even back then. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, <laughs> he says he saw my tweet and then immediately got an email notification. <laughs> <laughs> So this led to a phone call, uh, which led to the two of us meeting up at Gen Con 2019 to have dinner. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. And uh, the the bottom line was that an email chain happened soon after that gave me an official show. Oh, that is so amazing. Cool. Mm-hmm. By the Does way, Eric Jordan, chances. if you... If if you're listening, you're you're on my also on my list of guests in the future. Just as, just giving you a free warning. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be DMing you at some point. Yeah. Um, Take the chance. It worked for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is absolutely. Thanks, Eric. What, so so you you were talking about like you had made these things for, like showing mm-hmm. you know like stats and stuff like that. So it's funny you mentioned that because I. Looked on my phone this morning, oh, yeah. and I went scrolling back through my pictures <laughs> to when I first started playing All Champions, and there is your time gate, <laughs> really um, like thing, and it's like by Mars. I'm like, freaking! I've been using this dude's <laughs> stuff for so long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the all the visual aids are. are uh, oh yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. I I cannot tell you how much I appreciated those getting into this Good. game, and like I. Like, I would be sitting there, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, and Allie's at work. I, I uh, Google, and, like, your stuff came up. I'm like, I'm saving all of these. I'm so glad that you got some use out of them. Oh, yeah, 100%. I still update them. I, 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 I didn't open a time gate without <laughs> consulting your stuff. Thank you, thank so, you. So, yeah, little, little did I know, that you, you're the guest on the show today. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, I like I knew you because I follow you on Twitter now. Like mm. I knew you made that stuff, but I didn't realize that the stuff I was using way back then was also yours. I've been deeply embedded <laughs> in the community for a long time now. Yes, that's fantastic. I I, do, I, I love the community. They're they're Me great. Too. Mm-hmm. They're good. People. Honestly, like really wholesome. Some, yeah. Sometimes there's bad eggs, but they have a habit of leaving <laughs> themselves out, which is nice. Yeah, <laughs> they can't deal with all the positivity, and they just kind of leave. So that's okay. <laughs> Uh, before before we do any sort of transition, so we've talked about like your stream and stuff and everything mm-hmm. like that. Uh, but you said earlier you've been playing this game since you were ten years old. You've been playing D and D, the game. Yes. Uh, what what has been your experiences with with D and D like in your life? Like how oh, did you man. get into it and all that stuff? Uh, well, in the the childhood search for identity. I decided, I'm a nerd. (laughs) What do I need to do to be a nerd? Oh, Dungeons and Dragons, I see. Very well. (laughs) Get me some dice, get me some books, let's go. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I just, I got a copy of the Player's Handbook for the 3.5 edition, and uh, I got my very first set of dice from uh, a hobby store. I remember they were... They're the only dice that they had, and they were just this very ugly bright yellow with black. Oh ink, god! And it's just it's it's bad. I still have them. They're terrible. You weren't gonna lose them. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they shine like stars. Ugly stars. 
But um, yeah, I, I still have them. And no, we got started. I didn't have any miniatures. What we used instead, I, I played with a, a six-year-old and four-year-old across the street from my house. Uh, oh my God, who are sweet. still to this day like some of my closest friends, and they're like brothers. Oh, to me. that's awesome! Yeah, we yeah we still play together. We we had a session in December. It was nice. Oh, but and um, we had no miniatures, so we took we took index cards, and we would cut out just tiny tiny pieces of index card and write a single initial on them to represent different <laughs> monsters or characters because our map was graph paper so oh my god the bits of index card had oh to fit god. on the tiles of the graph like, forget inches or uh, centimeter <laughs> uh-huh boy Allie, you, you could actually draw out the uh, storm king's thunder maps <laughs> but that was that was how it began uh, we did an island adventure that of my own design. I called Scry Island because I was a, I was a child. <laughs> hey, Scry yeah. Island sounds cool. Yeah, it was fun. And then years later, we did a revival and went back to the island to actually finish what we started. It was really fun. Oh, I I think that is like if if people have a game where like they left it off or like it didn't have any mm -hmm. I fully endorse going back and putting like a cap on that because oh, absolutely. it's some of the most oh, yeah. enjoyable role playing and like it's cathartic it just feels good it had been like a 10 year <laughs> lapse yeah. and then going back was like oh man we're so ready now <laughs> we uh, uh my my group and I did that last year um nice. Ali uh, joined us for it and we yeah. we finished off a campaign that we hadn't played since 20 ooh 11 2012 mm. maybe and it it, it felt great it, it, it's just Good. going right yeah back exactly yeah yeah oh, and, fantastic. And, and now some of those characters the the original characters that were first made for D, &D the first D, D game i ever ran are going to become gods in my world so like <laughs> i'm well, i'm going big mm -hmm. <laughs> um but uh but yeah that's that's fantastic i love that you started out at 10 you had kids mm -hmm. across the street play it that's fantastic oh, yeah <laughs> And did it, so? Did you keep consistently playing from then on, or yes. like were there like lull? Wow, that's no, awesome. no. It was. It's been. It's been consistent. Uh, I I play since I was I was ten years old, and I remember like even in, into high school, I was just I would be so itching to play D anD D that I would like <laughs> sneak my my player's handbook into my book bag and like take it to school with me, <laughs> so that like I could catch people of like friends of mine and be like, hey, hey. <laughs> You, 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 you open you up your coat. character. You, you want to find some dragons? <laughs> it, take, it takes ten minutes to make uh, like a level one human fighter. Come on, I'll, t I'll show you. <laughs> Let's play D anD. I was just so hungry for it all the time, and uh, yeah, into into college, I just like okay, I know no one here. Let's go to the like clubs and like uh, groups fair that they had oh, for wow. the for the college, and I just I just walked over and I I looked around. And I found the one table that had a stack of D&D books on it. And I said, okay, tell me where you meet. Yes. <laughs> I am I joining it. this club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I ended up taking over as the, the head DM at, at my college for a while. There's like a, a lineage of uh, like the, the head DM of this, of my, my old school. So I took over for a while and then passed the mantle when I left. And yeah, that's just awesome. Kept uh, going on ever since. I, Mostly online. I, I am I am jealous of like people that got to pl that started playing D and D when they were ten, and because like I didn't get into <laughs> D and D until I was so oh god twenty one. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I wish. I think I had Allie, that. you were about the 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but because like, I don't know who scorned me on D&D younger. Like, it was just like, oh, no, you can't play that. Don't play oh, that. I'm so like, sorry. in high school, I'd be like, oh, no, I'm not going to play D&D. No. Well, better get off to my trading card club and play Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because like, these are very different. I don't, I don't know what pedestal I thought I was on. Uh, <laughs> but you came around. I did, yeah. Um, it, 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 listeners have probably heard this one before, but the way I got in D&D was because of my wife. Um, she, we were over at a friend's house, and he was deep into D&D. He'd been playing D&D since he was, like, four. His dad, like, knew, like, I think his dad had, like, met Gary Gygax several wow. times and, like, played games with him. Wow. And so he was like, hey, uh, you guys want to play this? And we're like, no, we're not playing D&D. <laughs> and then he goes over to my wife and goes, you can play a pirate. And she's just like, all right, we're playing D&D. <laughs> we're doing it. And I was like, all right. But yeah, that that's that's fantastic. I love I love hearing stories like that. Oh yeah, me too. Um, so let's transition over into our spotlight. It is not going to be a DM's Guild spotlight. It's not going to be a third party spotlight. Go play Idol Champions. Please. This is our spotlight. Yes. <laughs> it's free. You've been hearing codes for it for weeks. You've been missing out on them. Mm-hmm. You've been missing gold chests. Oh yeah. Just it's free. Everywhere, literally, pick something up. You can probably play Idle Champions on it. Not your <laughs> toilet. Uh, I don't. Well, unless you got a smart. It's, smart it's like thing. everything but Switch. It yeah. feels like, dude. I remember freaking tweeting at them <laughs> when it came, and I was just like, "Is it coming to Switch?" <laughs> um, and like literally, yeah. I think the Switch is the only thing you can't play it on. Um, I have it running right now on my phone. I have it like, running on my out, Xbox. Yeah, like you can play it anywhere. Steam. Yeah, if if you haven't checked this out and you've heard us talk endlessly about it, and you've been like, "eh," don't be a me in high school about D and D. Just go try it out. Yeah. Give it a shot. It's free. Use the code I gave you earlier. Get a free chest and start doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And join the community. You can hang out with me. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Check out the Reddit. Check out Twitter. There's a lot of really good people like Ryan. Hi. You can <laughs> sign up for a newsletter. Get a free character right off the bat. I f- totally forgot about that. That's one hundred percent true. <laughs> yeah, and Hitch just got a uh, rework with the uh, official launch of the game, so now is an excellent time to sign up for that newsletter. All right. Well, let it. Let's uh. Let's move over to our second topic, which is Idol Champions. We're gonna, we're yeah. talking about playing Idol Champions. We talked about we've we've alluded to it enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we we talked about a little bit earlier that uh. Uh, Ryan, you got into this just after they released. Allie, you That's got in so. when it when it hit Xbox. Yeah, pretty much like right when it did. And I think I think I started playing like a year ago last month. <laughs> <laughs> I got in late. I, I like I remember downloading it and I was I started. I'm like I don't understand this. I don't know what's going on. I'm done. <laughs> you know, the the best time to have started playing Idle Champions was. Uh, several years ago, and the second best time is right now. Yeah, <laughs> so. it's, it's like true. the old the really old adage about about planting a tree, but for idle champions. <laughs> <laughs> um, the but like I, I I didn't understand idle games. I I didn't actually really understand them, and this is weird. The first idle game I played was they made a mobile game for that really bad Gearbox game, Battleborn. Oh. Really? Yeah, and and I downloaded it because I I thought Battleborn was cool and everything, and I started playing, and that's where I got to understand what idle games were, and I'm like, oh, okay, I get this now, and then 
it took me forever to remember that this game existed until I saw Allie playing it. I'm like, oh, I I know I know <laughs> this <right>. now. <laughs> I understand. I'm ready. Um, yeah, and I and I started playing it on on my PC, um, and then it came out on my iPhone, and I went. Am I gonna sink money into this on my phone so I can play it anywhere? Yes. Yes. Hundred percent. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, 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 Ryan, what? Yes. What was it about this game that that clicked with you? That was like, oh, I, I'm, I'm here. This is me. It, it came to me at exactly the right moment in my life. Uh, I was still like dealing with terrible depression uh, before mm-hmm. I got on medication for it, which has been a wonderful turnaround for my life. Uh, but um, it gave me basically something to obsess over, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, to put it bluntly, um, for a while, just, just to distract myself from like other worse thoughts uh, that I was struggling mm-hmm. with at the time. And at first, I, I distinctly remember looking at this game in the Steam store and thinking, okay, it's free to play. It's Dungeons and Dragons, which I love. Okay, I'll give it a shot for two weeks. It's been more than two weeks. <laughs> it's been a bit more than two weeks. <laughs> it's been several thousands hours more than two weeks. Um, actually, Allie, would you like to try and ballpark how many hours Ryan has spent in oh. Idle Champions? Because I found him on Steam, and it tells me. <laughs> um... Ooh, th- that's difficult because at least like three. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna cheat a little bit. I'm gonna bust out a calculator. <laughs> this, this is this is a professional idol champions man. He, <laughs> you got he he's got those Wolf of Wall Street numbers. He bumped those up. <laughs> I gotta bump those numbers up. I would love it. You get on a stream where you starting it up. You're just like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, this what's is, your ballpark? This, I'm gonna say probably like, at, this is gonna sound ridiculous. At least like a thousand, fifteen hundred, maybe. He has played as of yesterday when I took the screenshot. He <laughs> <laughs> took a screenshot of it. Oh, oh my gosh! Okay, thirteen thousand eight hundred and fifty-two hours played. Okay. So I did yeah. the math for three years and mm-hmm. 24 hours, and that was 26,000 hours. So I was like, yeah, there's no way. So... And it's like, no, it's nearly <laughs> half. No way. See, um, I, I do turn my computer off at night, but that's the only time the game's not open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he has all 186 achievements on Steam. Uh <laughs> And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's some that's some numbers, man. That's some numbers. Oh my god! Well, yeah. it's not a competition. Anyone out no, there? No, no, absolutely not. Like, it's, <laughs> it's not. It's not about your number of hours played. It's how much fun you're having with the game, which I hope hundred percent. And now they and, have and, and, a, a catch-up system too, so where it's yes. like if you're not playing, it still plays for you. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Well, like, and 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 Ali, you like, I remember, you know, when we were living together, then that like, I'd go in and talk to you while you were like cleaning or something, and you just had Idle Champions up on your TV. Oh yeah, I'd be reading, I'd be cleaning, I'd be playing another game, <laughs> and Idle Champions would be on the TV. <laughs> so, so like, like, what what was it for you that hooked you into it? So there's like a couple things about it. One, I'm like two years ago, I was really getting into DMing D and D. 
and I was really getting into learning like the lore of Faerun and everything like that too so it's like also I was really playing Neverwinter the MMO so I saw Makos and I'm like oh my god there's Makos there's a dude that shot a Draco Lich out of the sky and I'm like okay I can get into this um and I, I never watched any of the streams so it's like the first event I got was Cthris and I'm all like okay this is just a drow with a cool like eldritch thing I guess <laughs> meanwhile I walk into a room I'm like this freaking Cthris drow yeah I guess <laughs> <laughs> but then I recognize like Regis and I'm like, oh, I know who that is. And so it's like just the recognition of things. It's like, oh, I know what I know that. And it's like that got me. And the fact that it is more than just like an idle game, because a lot of the events and a lot of the separate adventures like change things constantly. So you kind of have to like yes. keep an eye on it. Like the <laughs> literally the two annihilation one I'm on right now, where it's like you have useless allies that are just taking up three spots. They change up. <laughs> they don't care about you. And it's like, it's like playing chess. They don't care about you. And I love games that let me play chess without it being boring. Yes. <laughs> and I remember I was sitting in here one day. It was on the TV while I was prepping for D&D. And they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, playing a game. <laughs> and they asked me, it's like, is it even fun? I'm like, yeah, actually, because I get the satisfying feeling of like, figuring out a puzzle and also yeah. feeling successful with these characters that I have learned about. And I'm like, I have, yeah. I have trouble learning characters in games. So it's like games like Overwatch where it's, there's like 12 different characters. It's not that many characters, but it's, you tell me, oh, there's a Mercy over there. I know who Mercy is, but if there's a, if there's someone over there, Torbjorn <laughs> over there, watch out. I'll be like, I have no idea what he does. What, how do I expect to watch out for him? He's a small man. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> but like this one, I'm so familiar with it. So mm -hmm. like, I already know all these characters. I know what they can do. And like with like cheat sheets, so to speak, like that uh, Mars does, it's like, oh yeah, it's easy to get my lineup right. Exactly how I want it. Yeah. The, I, I, I will never forget this moment with this game where like I, it was the first day I was playing it and I was just like, oh my God, I don't know how, I don't know how I can get past all this stuff. Like this dude is just wrecking me. And Allie comes over without a word, mm -hmm. moves my mouse changes some people's <laughs> positioning and the dude insta dies and i'm like i don't know how to play this game well <laughs> play the game man little circles on the ground you can move people i there. didn't i <laughs> was i didn't know the positioning did something formation strategy is a beautiful thing i, d I didn't know <laughs> yeah that i think that was about the time that i started finding mars's stuff was when i'm just like Okay, there's more to this game than I thought. <laughs> yes, um, that's that's what I love about one of one of the biggest things. Sorry to like jump in like this. Oh no no, go, it's yeah. one of the biggest things I love about this is that it's deceptive yeah. in yeah. how it presents itself versus its level of complexity. It looks almost childish. It, there's all the, these these bright colors, these cartoonish characters, and it it looks simple. Mm -hmm. It's not simple. No. Oh no. no not at all. Like you got to find out where Camila's got to go and where Kelix got to go and all the well, not just that, depending but on the formation. Not mm -hmm. just that. You have like you said, you have like these cartoony characters. But then at the top, I have scientific notation going. Yes. <laughs> I learned scientific notation from a game. Yeah, that, that brought me back to high school. Where I was like, "Oh, I know these numbers." <laughs> that, that brought me back to nothing. I was a I don't know this. 
but like the the thing that I really loved about because like I said I I got an experience with idle games through mobile mm-hmm. but it always irritated me that I was like all right well you're no longer powerful enough to proceed you need to prestige go all the way back to the beginning you yes. still have all your characters but you need to go all the way back to the beginning and try and get further and that sense of repetition irritated me and it, it made me eventually lose interest in those games but this game almost like programs you f- to do that from the mm-hmm. beginning because they don't call it prestiging. They don't call it starting over oh, yeah. again. They just call it a new adventure. And I love that because it, 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 it's like, oh, yeah, when you start a new adventure, you start with one person and you got to work up to it. And it, it doesn't sound like it's put you at a setback. That's just how the game is. Mm-hmm. So it, it, there was a better better way of getting into it for me that didn't feel like I kept getting hindered and kept getting set back. That's good. I'm and, glad. I love oh, the yeah. passion and, you guys have for this. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, like that. And that's the thing. Like, and then when Allie told me about like the favor and it's like, Oh, don't worry. Eventually you're going to have like seven people by room two. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, what? That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> like I, I, I started it up the other day. Um, and <laughs> I went into one, I, I started doing the, the Drist one cause I needed to redo it for mobile. And in room one, I had all the way up to Evelyn. <laughs> and I was like, hell Very yeah. nice. It's a good feeling. Oh, like, it is okay, a good feeling. Let's start a new adventure, and here's my formation. Just plus yeah. stage one, here's my entire formation, like yeah. everybody, and here's and, all the specializations, and I'm good to go. Great. Yeah. And, and that and that kind of gives, like, when a new adventure or, like, a, an event comes out and you start off with no favor, it's yes. like, oh, this game's Dark Souls now. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm back to it being a challenge. Okay. Four people. Okay. Uh, <laughs> You're just uh, crying. Crawling your way. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just, I just, mm. I need Rosie Beesting. Just let me, let me have Rosie, please. <laughs> like, I, I remember there was some, like, I started, I think it was when I started Waterdeep, and I'm like, I haven't seen Archon in, oh my god. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, I just, it, it, it's a really fun game. I, I. Like you, you, Mars. You talked about like the cartooniness of it, but I love the art style of it. God, you, please do not, do not take me saying cartoony no, no, no. is a bad thing. And, and, the art and, well, is incredible. I, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, uh, so good. I wasn't, I wasn't saying it was a bad thing. I was, yeah, it was mm. kind of clarification for people. It's like it's not looking like you know, like Cartoon Network. Well, actually, Cartoon Network looks pretty cool now, but um, mm. but it, it it has a style of its own. So much so that I, I love that at cons and stuff, and they even have them available to download now, the, the, the color sheets. Oh my god, yes. Where it's like, here's a character, color them in, and they translate so well to that, that I, I it's, it's just, it's got a, it's got an art style that is recognizable, and I think that's re- one of the really important things. Like, all the way down to, like, what Mars is wearing on his shirt, with the, with the beholder <laughs> for the icon. Yes. Like, oh yeah. It I is my a, official Idol Champion shirt on. Heck yeah. Um, it, it, it is a recognizable art style, and it's it's fun to look at. And I think that's the important thing, because mm-hmm. we do just look at it. And also, <laughs> the idea to conceptualize fully these characters that are in people's minds. Like, people have gotten like, oh, I've commissioned art of this, where it's like like seeing Paulton up there and Kathris and like all these streaming like characters on here. It's, mm-hmm. it's really cool to go through and look at them all. And even characters that are lore characters like hitch and 
Oh, even well, Dr- Drist or Bruno Battlehammer, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. all these people are really fun to look through and see, and I, I love it when like all these different kind of characters are the same style. Like, um, yeah, Disney Infinity kind of did that, mm-hmm. where they took like eighteen different art styles, whether it be live action or two D or three D, like art. And they brought them all into the same style, and it, it kind of made the whole thing more cohesive and there, fun to watch. It's like what, what I think it's called, like something like a visual dictionary or something, where it's just like Ooh. it is a recognizable visual style that, as soon as you see it, you know what it's connected to. Like, like mm-hmm. for instance, um, we uh, you have Jim Dark Magic in here. Jim Dark Magic has been drawn for over a decade by <laughs> Michael Hulick, yes. and for them to to then have to translate that into their own art style where it looks like the game but it also but it looks also like looks what like Michael Hulick's done unquestionably mm-hmm. Jim Darkman and it, like they nailed it. it yeah absolutely and they nail it oh. every time every time yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I yeah, think no. this is one of the one of the important things to note about it is that Codename Entertainment the people who make the game they work extensively with the creators of these characters mm-hmm. whether they're like stream characters podcast characters or lore characters for like from from the the books like Salvatore mm-hmm. uh, they they work with the creators to make sure that the design of this character like matches what it should be. What one of my favorite moments when a new character gets announced, especially if it's one that is someone's character, mm. is them being like, "I'm so thrilled to have gotten to work with these people to oh, make yeah. my character," and yeah. I it just it, it feels wholesome. Like it does. like um uh, uh Todd from uh D and D Beyond when his yes. character mm. got brought in and like that. Like he did like a thread talking about it yeah. and like how much that meant to him. I'm like, that's so good. When, that was uh, really touching. Falcone came into the game with Walnut too. Like mm-hmm. they totally were just over the moon with everything about it. And it was so cool to see. And it's like, it kind of gives me hope. It like, is. oh man, can you imagine if my character went in? And so I've had like, I've <laughs> oh, had moments the dream. where I've oh, thought like, dream. if my character was in there, one, what would they look like? Two, uh-huh. what would, what? Would they be DPS? Would they be support? And so it's like it made me think about my character in a new way that I never thought about before. I know what mine would look like. <laughs> yeah, my mine would be wearing sunglasses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Char. Um, but uh, like the 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 thing is, is that like you know we we're on here and. It sounds. It, I, I know probably as a listener who's not interested in Isle Champions or anything like that, it sounds like we are just like gushing about it. But the thing is, though, I don't really have any complaint at all about this game. Yeah. Like, I think the it's only really complaint I've I've ever given them on on Reddit when they do the uh, you know Q and A is like it makes my phone kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the only thing I've ever. Yeah. I think that's the only complaint I've ever had, and it, it's it's just it's a like here's the thing if you don't want to go download it or something like that you know mars here does a stream every week what day it's on thursdays right wednesdays wednesdays yeah we're gonna plug wednesdays it later. at uh at uh, uh 1 p.m pacific time uh, it's, it's called mars guiding hand and yeah. show off the all the latest updates to the game. Like I get, I get first dibs. Wednesday is <laughs> update days, and like one hour after an update lands, <laughs> I go live to show it off on my official show, and that's so cool. I love that. Nice. And, and yeah, you you can go check out his Twitch streams and like get an idea of like what this is, because like you know we were spouting off positioning and scientific notation and stuff, <laughs> but it, it's it's like it's it's a game that allows you to learn with it. Mm-hmm. Yes, like. 
um, you, you, it won't stop you. It won't put you like it will stop you in terms of like progressing like towards a boss or anything. But like you, it's easy enough to go find the resources to go learn it. Yeah. If you enjoy puzzles, if you yeah. enjoy strategy, if you enjoy Dungeons and Dragons, or you is just enjoy, I don't know generic fantasy battle type stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Try Isle Champions. Well, please. I, I, what what'd you say there with the, the D&D? Like, I, I know that is, like, one of the things that really pulled Allie and I in because we, like, I would go over to her and be like, there's a gelatinous cube! Yeah! Look, <laughs> look it's a gelatinous cube! And, and, like, I see people post on, like, the subreddit. It's like, oh, just killed a Syriac. I'm like, ah, I'm gonna do it! <laughs> because it's an, an officially licensed Dungeons & Dragons video game, they can put in all of these amazing yeah. things from Dungeons & Dragons. Like, you, you you can play through the entire Tomb of Annihilation campaign yeah. in Idle Champions right now, from start to finish. The whole thing is in there, ready to go. Like you mm. can start in Port Yanzaru. You can go seek out the Tomb of the Nine Gods. You can yeah. fight a Serac to the death, and then go beyond and, and see what oh, yeah. lies beyond in that story. And it's it's so good. Yeah, oh. it, it, it it's it's a D and D game that kind of just like. It, it, it sneaks up on the people because you, you see it, if you just see the screen you're like oh okay it's just an idle game it's like no this is this is like a lot of D&D &D in here <laughs> there's a lot of D &D stats in matter these characters actually have attributes yes. and yeah. some missions are like oh if you don't have charisma 14 or higher you can't have them in the thing like there it, it's just like what you're talking about the puzzles like there is a puzzle element to mm -hmm. it and they find ways of pulling dnd &D, the stuff, stuff that you know so well into that puzzle mm -hmm. i will also say like the voice of these characters like just hearing jarlaxle talk shit like in every adventure <laughs> is my favorite in the dialogue yeah <laughs> like it gives he's such me... a wet blanket and it's great i love yes. it <laughs> and it's like i've never seen celeste so angry and jarlaxle's like yeah i'm not even touching her i'm not doing this <laughs> it's like it's so good and i yeah well, i love the dialogue when I... oh. One of my favorite moments with this game was um, I was playing through Dragon Heist, and um, I, you know, so we we played all the way through Dragon Heist and everything like that. Jarlaxle it can be in there, uh, mm -hmm. and he was for my group, but they never knew it. Oh yeah. Oh. And and so I got a couple of my friends who were in that game into Idol Champions, mm -hmm. and one of them goes like, oh, "I really like this Jarlaxle guy." And I'm just like, mm -hmm. you don't say. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, what do you think about that?" And I didn't tell him because you know who knows maybe maybe we'll come back. But it was just it was a nice little like laugh for me. Ah, oh, was really fun. Um, well, before we move into listener uh, mail, does, do you, mm. either of you have anything you want to cap this off with for playing Idle Champions? Oh, man. Uh, character array. It's like the, the roster. Uh, mm -hmm. you, you start the game with Brunor Battle. Mm -hmm. yep. uh, Brun oh, gosh. Why am I blowing Brunor Battlehammer. Battle Thank you. Brunor Battlehammer. Yes. Uh, friend of Dritzt, King of the Mithril <laughs> Hall and all that. Uh, and soon... Right after that, like almost immediately, you get Celeste, another mm -hmm. famous iconic lore character. And this just keeps happening until you have all 12 of your starting characters. There are, I think, 60 characters in the game yeah. right yeah. now. So Something around there, yeah. Uh, there's a lot. If you just, if you enjoy collecting, it's like, you know what it's like? It's like the Pokemon of D&D &D games. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Because you train them up, too. Mm. Gotta catch them all. Yeah, um. Catch them all. It's, it's so much fun. If you like Pokemon and you like D&D, &D, go try this. 
Yeah, that's that's a good point. I like that. It's the Pokemon of D and D. Codename Entertainment. You got you got a new uh, <laughs> you got a new slogan. <laughs> um, something that I'll add on it that it's not at all pay to win. It's no. Yeah, I've been I've never sunk money into gems, but I have uh, one point twenty seven e o four, which is over ten thousand. <laughs> and like, and I've already bought a ten thousand worth familiar. So mm-hmm. it's like I'm making my way up towards the next thing and I haven't really sunk too much money into it aside from like the charity stuff. So it's like you don't have to spend money in order to get all these characters and have fun with it. It's also and, people oh constantly giving stuff out. You oh, guys yeah. have yeah. a chess code. I yep. have a chess code every week. Other streams, other like podcasts and, and other things also have more chess to give away. Mm-hmm. The community is actually very generous. Just yeah. join the Discord or the Reddit or wherever steam discussion forums i don't know and just just talk to people make friends i've made some very good friends in this community mm-hmm. it's how i met you guys yeah 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 <laughs> uh yeah the uh god there, there was something that you, you said there that i had a thought and then it went away oh and i'm so now sorry i'm no 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 that's it wasn't yeah, no I, I my brain is dumb <laughs> 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 but uh but yeah i this this game's just so much fun i guess pokemon of D that they also do a lot of charity things for the community yeah, they do. oh yeah you, you you were talking about it not being pay to win yeah um yes it's absolutely not you can totally work your way through everything the gold chest that with the codes is totally a thing but the thing that i will say is if you do spend money in this you really do get your money's worth. It's like I, I, yeah. oh, I've sunk money into this game, and like every time, I'm like, yep, I'm happy I did that. Yeah, there's when, no regret. When, when when I restarted on uh on mobile, it was just around my birthday, and just by happenstance, people gave me like iTunes cards, oh, yeah. and I just slowly turned to my wife and go, I have familiars, <laughs> and she goes, Oh god, damn it! <laughs> I remember uh, you got that uh, the 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 beholder one like immediately yeah I, I oh yeah i got i got the celeste pack that had the beholder i got the gazer because he's adorable yeah. <laughs> but, it, is, uh, it is so much not pay to win that yes. uh, i even once did a gearless account absolutely Ooh. no equipment whatsoever i just had all of my characters have nothing no possessions mm-hmm. i never opened a single chest and i was still able to within three months progress through the game to unlock azaka that's beautiful nice. i didn't require anything i just unlocked characters and that's it that's absolutely beautiful well i i think we have uh i think we have talked idle champions to death (laughs) yes probably (laughs) but but luckily they got a syrac in there so they'll come back to life um (laughs) (laughs) that was a bad transition and i know it uh we're gonna move over uh to our listener question we got one in from uh aaron uh who is you know long time listener long time writer in her i don't know people that write in you're great Hello. <laughs> um and uh aaron has a non-idle champions question uh which i f- i know gasp Why I- am I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah ryan's like all right it's been a good one guys <laughs> bye no what, what is it what we got uh so aaron asked what are some older campaigns slash settings uh you'd like to see return to play nowadays uh mm. be it uh whether in a new adventure created uh in the form of you know world or a reprint of original book i often see people talking about wanting to see greyhawk or dark suns or Dragonlance, mm. uh and of course ravenloft is always getting a mention in conversations but being new to the franchise as it were I don't know. Uh, I don't have memories of these games, and I don't, and I haven't seen physical copies of the older products. As you can see, this is why I don't read on Twitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, but yeah, so so Ryan, you've been playing for a long time. Yes. Uh, are are there any settings and stuff that we haven't gotten back that you're 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 itching for? I gosh, uh, I feel like I am I am ill-equipped for this question <laughs> as the vast majority of campaigns that I have hosted and played in as a player have all been homebrew settings ah, stuff okay. that I've created or my friends have created. Uh, in fact, this Tomb of Annihilation campaign that I've been running has been my first campaign in the Forgotten Realms. Oh. Yes. Well, welcome. Thank you. It's a nice place. I think I'll stay a while. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I've, so, I've been in it since 2013. They're treating me pretty nice. Oh, wow. <laughs> No, I I, uh, I don't really, unfortunately, have any like nostalgic memories of say Eberron or Greyhawk or Dark Sun so, or Dragonlance or Spell So do, do or these do these setting books do anything for you? Like when you see one get announced or anything like that? Okay, do they interest yes, you? yes, they do, and I always <laughs> look at them and and I think like ah, oh, I'd like to go on adventures here. <laughs> I just I haven't, so I don't have memories of it, but mm-hmm. I but I I pine for it, yeah. and I think out of I can pick something here. Out of all the all the settings that I'm aware of, uh, all the like the major the major stuff, mm-hmm. the one that I think I really want to see uh, is Planescape. Oh, yes! I want to go to Sigil. <laughs> yes! I want to yeah. walk through the City of Doors in Fifth Edition, please. Oh yeah, I mean, especially since the fact that they've mentioned it a few times in yes. throughout the books, it yes. kind of makes you wonder, like okay, this is a real thing in this edition, so where is it? <laughs> yeah, don't think I didn't notice that when I was running Tomb of Annihilation. Oh, yeah. Even just yesterday, there, yeah. there's a specifically a spe- there's a specific magic item yep. that says, mm-hmm. like, oh, this is a gate key between Sigil and this other plane. Yeah. Really, now? So, <laughs> you don't so, say! <laughs> so, fun huh. fact, I actually uh-huh. ended uh, my Tomb of Annihilation game with Sigil. <laughs> um, they went oh. there and did a thing. Uh, my group turned the Atropel into a cow. Yeah. So, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. I guess that's polymorph that. for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, Sigil is... I 100% agree with the Planescape and having Sigil there would be amazing. Mm-hmm. You, you and I talked before the show that we both love Brandon Sanderson. Yes. And, and God, yes. So... I've actually been using the Cosmere as an inspiration <gasps> for tying stuff together. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> um, I have a character who is uh, a world hopper, just like in the Cosmere. In fact, uh, he I played him as a character in a Pathfinder game. And just mm. because I couldn't come up with anything better, I just called him Wit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he just just and, straight up lifted it from Sanderson. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, well, I I, I have established that, I have established that that's not his real name, but that's the uh-huh. name he went with for the group because I'm like, it's okay. I love it, it's great. Um, but yeah, I I've I, been I I've been slowly doing this over since 2013 of tying multiple worlds together and having stuff like that happening. And so if they did do a Planescape book, I'd lose my freaking mind. Oh, yeah. I would. Oh my God. <laughs> so you and I are on the Planescape train. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 What about you, Allie? Um, I, so I'm kind of in the same boat with Trevor where like I didn't start D and D until I was in fourth edition. And so any mm-hmm. books older than that, I have no personal experience with. Um, but one that I would find to be really neat, especially after that Baldur's Gate trailer um, would be Spelljammer. Mm. just for the sake of like for the similar reasons why i was excited about the ghost of salt marsh book is because Uh i want to learn how to play it not necessarily the setting 
but like just mm. how do you do space things like in D <laughs> context i would i would love a ghost of Saltmarsh, but with Spelljammer kind of book oh my god ali i i will i will link it to you later today and i feel really bad because i can't remember the ch- the youtube channel but i went on a freaking deep dive of D lore one day yeah. and i found this youtuber that explained space in D. I would love to and it, it is it is mind melting yes. you're, you're sitting here and you're listening to these concepts the that crystal were written. spheres dude the crystal yeah. spheres man <laughs> like like you you listen to these concepts that were made in like the late 70s uh-huh. and 80s and you're like what were these people on <laughs> like you had to be on something to come up with some of this it shit. is wild like and, and and they touched on a little bit of it in uh in fucking the the mad mage's dungeon like there's a dragon mm-hmm. in space and they're like yeah that's just a thing it's Don't- like if you don't know anything about Spelljammer, but you do know some things about D&D, just sit down for a second, pause, and just think, what do you know, like, what what could you assume, if you had to, about how space works in the D&D multiverse? Think yeah. about and it. You're, and you're, you're probably wrong. wrong. Yeah. You're 100% Whatever you wrong. just thought, it is incorrect. In my mind, and I want that filled so badly. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 will, I will send you that video, and, uh, and I'll, I'll tweet out the video on Friday, oh, uh, because it, it's, it's just ridiculous. It is beautiful insanity. <laughs> yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I will say another smaller answer would be mm. uh, an answer to Waterdeep, because they slandered Neverember all the way to hell and <laughs> called him a thief and a liar and all that reasoning but this man <laughs> helped rebuild Neverwinter and like he's done so much and they don't really like after 4th edition happened they're like okay Neverwinter is whatever and now in 5th edition it's like Neverwinter is like uh, because of the the king the so called man who owns the place and it's a shithole so it's like wait mm. what? hang on <laughs> you know so it's like I, I really would like a setting specifically set similar like like the Neverwinter campaign in fourth edition, but part two, mm-hmm. like updated for this oh, time so period. You, so you want like Ooh. a city setting book. Yeah, because like they did that for Waterdeep and essentially. And yeah. I would love it for cause in the Neverwinter four E campaign book was pretty much half about just like <laughs> everything that was going on in Neverwinter and along with that was the spell <laughs> yeah. plague. But since the spell plague oh, is cured can... now and like the chasm shut up and the black lake is no longer, it's now the blue lake and it's like, everything's fixed. However, there's still so much turmoil in five E that is not addressed at all. Can, can you imagine That's if cool. like the book this year was like, it's a never winter one, but it's like the return of the spell plague. Oh my God. I would die. Oh no. <laughs> like that'd be amazing. I think a lot of people would die. Yeah. That, that, yeah. <laughs> it's the spell plague. But, but no, I, I really, I really like that idea, Ali of like, of, cause like we kind of been getting that with, with the water deep book and yeah. the, we got the Baldur's gate. Baldur's gate. Yeah, yeah. They got the gazetteer in there. Yeah. Now but, we never winter. Mm-hmm. A hundred percent, but I I know what you mean though, because like in fourth edition we did get that Neverwinter book, yeah, and and I liked, I liked that one. I'd almost want like I like if we got Waterdeep, we had mm-hmm. Dragon Heist, and if we'd gotten a companion book that was Waterdeep the setting, I'd almost like where it's like. It's not just a gazetteer. It's like how Wild Mount is presented, where it's like, here's possible adventures that could happen in the city. Here oh, yeah. is, yeah. you know, two to three paragraphs about the important people of this city. That would be really cool. 
Yeah. I would love that. And like Neverwinter is such a huge city and like there's like six different chunks to it and Castle Never like it's just there's a huge history to it and going into the lore that's all canon too. It's really nuts. <laughs> and it would just be so cool to get a fifth edition version of that. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Um I so don't don't get me wrong, Ryan. I'm hundred percent behind this uh <laughs> this planescape <laughs> I did. Oh, don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I am for for mine. I am I'm gonna say I want the realms of dread, like I I, I want the, the I want the original way Ravenloft was, where it was uh. one of the dread realms. I want I loved running Curse of Strahd, as our listeners will know. Yeah. <laughs> I want that goth horror. I want so you that. want like Lord Soth in the mix. And- oh yeah, and like bring in the freaking Raven Queen. Let's go to frick. Uh. Let's get crazy, dude. Let's get that goth horror planescape. Oh do my it. gosh! Like I I. I I love it so much that I've already started planting seeds for that in my worlds where I'm like, I something's happening. Like we're not done with Ravenloft. We're not done with Barovia yet. And I want to try and bring that into fifth edition. And if they did it, Oh, (laughs) I would love it. Could you imagine if it was like, set up as like a sequel to curse of Strahd? Well, okay. Okay. I'm going to be amazing. Yes, yeah. Chris Perkins uh, mid last year said something about like, "Hey, if you like Strahd, uh-huh. look forward to more announcements." I'm like, what, "Oh what is my it? god, what is, yeah. what is it? <laughs> Tell me now!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah, we we texted each other like instantaneously. <laughs> like, did you see the tweet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, we're both excited about that. I think. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, so Aaron, uh, hopefully, you know, that, that's, if, if nothing else, that gives you some stuff to, to Google and look up and, you know, mm-hmm. check out that video. I know you don't have Twitter, but you know, check out that video. It's on there. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I think those would be some really good books. Um, before we end, Ryan, g- yes. plug away, g- okay. tell, tell people where to find you, tell people <laughs> yeah, where to see sure you. <laughs> nothing uh, nothing no so i i am at ryan blake hall just my name on twitter uh and i'm fairly active there uh and also on um twitch my channel <laughs> is storyteller mars one word and i also have my official show for codename entertainment on twitch.tv slash c n e games and that is mars guiding hand which is every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific time, in which I cover like all the latest stuff that's been added to Idol Champions and answer questions and talk about strategy and just have a really fun time with everyone. Um, also, you can find me very active on both the Reddit and the Discord for Idol Champions. They're they're both like official communities. Like all the all the devs are also on both of those communities, so mm-hmm. you can chat with them too, and it's really nice. It's a very friendly atmosphere. Come hang out with us, learn stuff. Uh, uh, listen do, do to me you read do stories on my channel? <laughs> <laughs> do do you do you do any other streams besides the uh, official one? Uh, that's it so far. That's it. Okay. So far, stay tuned. <laughs> I hope there's more in the, in the uh, future. You, you did remind me there at the end. I did want to give a, a quick shout to everyone that works at Codename Entertainment. Oh, they yeah. are yes. fantastic people. Uh, the Love the you people that. We, <laughs> yes, the people that we've that I you know that I have worked with, uh, you know, with Clive and everybody like that. They, they're fantastic people and you know you're doing good work oh yeah 
Um, but yeah, so go go uh, find Ryan on all those things. Keep up to date with them. Learn how to play all champions. See what the updates yeah. are, and have a good time. And get a gold chest too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, that is going to do it for this week's episode. Uh, oh my God, what happened to my screen? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast and want to support it, uh, the best way to do that is by leaving a review on your service of choice, as well as telling your friends about the show. Uh, if you uh, would like your questions, advice, or stories read on the show, you can send them into difficultyclass at gmail.com, and we might bring them up on a future episode. And if you want to stay up to date with us, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at difficultyclass and on Instagram, where we're still getting better at posting stuff there, uh, at <laughs> difficultypodcast. Uh, so until next week... Don't forget to bring a towel.